Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 37 of the JMAC Tries podcast. Today is my conversation with Jillian Sanders. Yes, it's Chasing Raspberries. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show dedicated to bringing you conversations of motivation and positivity with badass triathletes. As always, I'm your host, Jason, a.k.a. J-Mac, and today is another episode that does not disappoint. It's a very fun conversation with Jillian Sanders. You know her on Instagram as Chasing Raspberries, and she's that girl that's always smiling, just bubbly personality, and uh, just another fun conversation with Jillian. So she's been uh, doing triathlons for over five years. She's done three full Ironmans, eight seventy point threes. She's got another one coming up next month. And uh, although she calls herself a wannabe triathlete, she has some big goals for the next couple of years, including making world championships. So um, she's just a, a cool California girl, surfer girl, who's been a, a dabbler in sports the early part of her life and then just kind of found triathlon like the rest of us when she just needed something more to do than running so um, as we get into a little bit deeper into the conversation i really found what her true passion is and it's fashion so she uh she has a background in fashion going back to high school and so now she's kind of taken that passion and love of fashion and her love of triathlon and mix the two together because now on Instagram, she's doing a lot of reviews, especially on IGTV, uh, kit reviews, swimsuit reviews. She's been doing some with all different brands, including Stomp the Pedal with Tarsh, who was a past guest on my show. So go follow Jillian on Instagram. Again, she's chasing raspberries. So she's doing these in-depth reviews of kits and suits and everything else, triathlon clothing related, and uh, she's giving you her honest opinion on all of them. So thanks again, everybody, for listening, for sharing, for tagging uh, JMAC Tries. It's been a fun journey, and we're just getting started. So without further ado, my conversation with Jillian Sanders. Hello, Jillian. Hey, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you today? Very good. It's <laughs> good. Everything nice and sunny out there in California? You know, it's actually a little gloomy today, surprisingly, but you know, it's going to end up being 90 degrees today, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. We're, we're dealing with some rainy weather out here in Connecticut. So. Oh, Not... yeah, I've heard. Yeah, it's been brutal. It's been a weird, wet summer and now fall, so... Well, hopefully it's a better winter. <laughs> yeah, because last year was pretty brutal too. So yeah, yeah. it'd be nice, a nice mild winter would make my training life happy. <laughs> I can imagine. I can only imagine you East Coasters with the indoor training all season or all winter long, I should say. Yeah, Zwift is my best friend. I love Zwift too. It's awesome. <laughs> it is. Even it's... Though I... Sorry, I didn't interrupt. <laughs> no, you go, you go, you go. I was going to say, even though I don't really have an excuse to use it since I do have good weather here. <laughs> Yeah, but I tell you what, um, even even when it's nice out, um, I'll still go on there to do, you know, either intervals or just something a little different. Um, you know, it's more... Yeah. 
and in fact, I've had a couple, you know, there are some pros on here that are exclusively writing on Zwift or in really turned into this thing where the people are just using it as a focused training instead of just a rainy day um, crutch. Yeah, that's a good point. I've actually talked to a pro who will like turn on the heater inside of their house and get on the trainer just to simulate a race situation. So it's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and then Zwift's kind of cornered the market on making staring at a you know a blank screen enjoyable. So <laughs> so true. Just turn on the music. <laughs> turn on the music or turn on a podcast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then just to kind of go down this rabbit hole, so I even had a, a woman, uh, Claudia Baring. She's actually competing on the Zwift circuit and, and and making money on it as well. It's pretty crazy. Oh wow, I had no idea. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, she she actually says she could. She's been making more money on the Zwift uh, CBR uh, circuit, World Cup circuit, than she would be racing local uh, cycling races. Wow. Well, good for her for making that. You know, profitable. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, uh, hey, any way to make a couple dollars and and then get through the training of the monotonous yeah um, schedules. <laughs> so true. So in case we get interrupted by your puppy, what's your puppy's name? Coco. <laughs> Coco. Yeah, she might bark a little bit. That's okay. Does Coco have her own Instagram page? No, but she she's featured in my stories quite often. So <laughs> so she's nice. like taking over my Instagram slowly. <laughs> yeah, it's I just had a guest on last week. Uh he 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 lives in New York City and has a sheepdog, so his sheepdog has his own Instagram page, NYC Sheepdog. I'm like, this is, yeah, it's cool. I'm just like, geez, everything, everybody's getting their own uh, notoriety these days. I know. That's so true. And I've always been a dog lover, so I wouldn't put it past me to start one. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Within a, within a month, we'll have the, the code page on yes. Instagram. <laughs> so were you California born and raised? Yeah, I actually grew up in San Diego um, in a small town for San Diego, um, kind of close to Oceanside. And so I kind of was a surfer girl growing up, nothing crazy, just like casual surfer girl. And then um, I dabbled in a lot of different sports in San Diego. So it was a lot of fun. Great weather, like I said. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's one of the pl few places in the United States that has perfect weather all year. Yes, yes. And I just moved to Los Angeles for my job um, about 10 years ago. Um, so, you know, I really miss those San Diego, like perfect climate days all year round. Yeah. And, and LA is kind of, it could be really hot. Yes. It can be so hot. I mean, especially where I live, I live kind of, um, on the foothills of Pasadena. And so in our summertime, it gets up into the, you know, low hundreds, which is pretty hot. I think. Yeah, it's pretty hot. <laughs> But so do you have to um, kind of get out of town a while to, to get on the bike and get any type of riding in? You know, we're so fortunate here. There is a trail. It's called the San Gabriel River Trail. It's 72 miles round trip. And I can just get on that and ride a century. It's amazing. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. We are so spoiled here. It's not even fair. And not only that, but we have like the mountains. So I can climb up to Mount Wilson. And that's. I think 23 miles with like 5,000 feet of elevation gain. 
And so I can get some good climbing in here. It's just a wonderful place to train, honestly. Is there a lot of triathletes out there? Yes, we have so many triathletes. And the cool thing is I've actually been doing triathlon for almost five years, I want to say. And I've just met so many incredible people over the last five years that do this sport. And I have a really great group of friends that that I train with. So you have a regular group of people for rides or runs or swims? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about, is, but the water is pretty cold out there. Yeah, it can be cold in the Pacific. <laughs> and a little and you brutal. Just, yeah, well, that was going to say, you just did uh, the Malibu try, which didn't that have like some really crazy waves in the start? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start there. Come on, tell us the story. So, I mean, like I said, I kind of grew up as a surfer girl and I've been around waves. But these waves were like six feet. They were so intense. I would try to swim under them and I ended up doing somersaults. I honestly almost gave up at least three times just entering the water. I was like ready to turn around and just go do the brick. <laughs> just go do the, 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 um, cause they actually gave an option for people to just do the bike and the run because it was so bad. So. Um, I didn't take that option. I probably should have. <laughs> it, it, was it a beach start? Yeah, it was a beach start. It was a rolling start, and the waves were just intense. A very rough day. <laughs> and so you made it through yes. um, the, 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 the front of the – or just getting off the beach. <laughs> yeah. In the first couple hundred yards, did it, did it calm down a little bit once you got past? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, once you got past the waves, it was just like – kind of like uh I don't know how to describe it it's like rolling waves almost so you just feel like seasick the whole time because you're just being bounced back and forth um so yeah it was not a pleasant swim but I hear that that's not the typical case for Malibu usually well sometimes it's like glass the water is just so smooth and you don't have any problems with the waves so it was just the wrong year (laughs) And are you um, a decent swimmer? Do you mind the open water? I actually, that's my favorite out of the three sports. I love to swim. I'm not super fast at any of the three sports. It's okay. Swimming (laughs) is my favorite. (laughs) So you're comfortable in the water. Yeah. I love it. It's like meditative for me. I just get in my zone. (laughs) Isn't it? um, So I'm also, you know, swimming has been the strongest of mine. But isn't it kind of crazy what, you know, if you, if you're used to coming out of the water feeling good but then you have a a swim like that and it just takes so much out of you you're just so thrashed afterwards yeah it totally puts everything in perspective (laughs) makes you very humble it does and you don't realize how much energy you 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 waste just trying to get through those waves or around them and then once you're out there just battling them one way or another yeah it like the first entry of that swim took so much out of me I'm like, just get your heart rate down. Just breathe. Just breathe. I kept telling myself that for the rest of the swim to try and get through it. And yeah, you're right. It takes a lot of energy. Yeah. And then, you know, if it's, then you look at your watch, you're like, holy crap, I'm X plus minutes longer than I should be. And you just want to. That's one thing I don't do. I won't let myself look at the watch while I'm swimming. I'm like, that will just mess my head up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I just want to be therapeutic and zen. I don't want to stress. Yes. (laughs) 
I'll do that on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> so you got out of the water, and then uh, how was your bike and your run? Um, you know, the bike was pretty good. I actually train over in Malibu sometimes since I'm only about 40 minutes away. Um, and so I've done this course in training, and so I knew where to push it and kind of what to do um, for the bike portion. And I ended up PRing for my Olympic time on that, which was good. And then for the run, it was good. It wasn't my best run, but I got through and I was happy to see my friends at the finish line. So that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> yeah, the social side of our sport is the, is the best part. It really is. Uh, and this was, so the Malibu try, this is big, right? It's a big, it's a lot of people. Yeah, um, apparently on Sunday, which is the shorter distance, there's a bunch of celebrities that come out. So one of these years, I'll have to do that race too. <laughs> I want to race <laughs> next to JLo. <laughs> That's right. I remember, Yes, I remember seeing pictures of her doing that a couple of years ago. With her entourage <laughs> around her. <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> the big Escalades driving around her, blocking yeah. all, the, all the wind. Yeah. So this was kind of a, um, a race. I know you have a bunch of 70.3 or a couple of 70.3s that you've done this year, correct? Yeah, I've done uh, how many this year? two 70.3s and one full so I did uh Santa Rosa full and then I did a relay as well so I guess that counts as half of a 70.3 <laughs> so yeah it's been a busy year for me I actually took a year off in 2017 I only did one race last year um just because I was dealing with a bunch of family stuff my dad actually passed away and all kinds of stuff you know life gets in the way sometimes and so I uh, made 2018 the year of like my comeback and um, I set a goal to PR in both distances, the 70.3 and the 140.6. And I was able to do that. So I was super happy. Um, and like I said, it's because I had a great support group here that I was training with. So. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. sorry to hear about your dad, but I'm glad you were able to kind of channel that energy into a positive 2018 for you. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So you're telling me all this. Yeah. On Instagram, it says you're a wannabe triathlete. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you're just a humble person, I guess. No, I just honestly feel like I'm not a fast triathlete. And I am the first to admit that. Um, and I feel like there's so much to learn. For instance, I just got power, power this year on the bike. I have never trained with power before. And it's it opened my mind to a whole new level of training. So I just feel like there's always something to learn. And um, I don't know. That's why I put want to be triathlete in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so true. I mean, I think that's the coolest thing about our sport is there's always something to learn. You're always challenging yourself. Yeah. And then you could put in all the training in the world and then you show up to a place like Malibu and you're like, holy crap, I did not train for these, you know, yes. X plus foot swells. Yes. <laughs> so how did you get into triathlon you see you've only been doing it for five years what's the backstory getting into it yeah um so I um started working in a corporate job <laughs> like many people and I was sitting at the cubicle day after day putting on a few pounds so I actually started running and I'm like I'm gonna do a 5k I think I could do three miles and my friend gave me some pointers because he had done a 70.3 before. And I'm like, ooh, maybe one day I'll do that. But he's like, start out with a 5K. So I started training with a 5K. And then I got to the three miles pretty quickly in terms of progressing the distance. 
Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, maybe I'll do the 10K instead. So I ended up doing the 10K instead. <laughs> and then from there, it just kept growing and growing and growing. And then I'm like, you know, I always like to swim. I had a pool growing up. Maybe I'll do like a triathlon. And it's funny, when I started doing triathlon, swimming was the most intimidating for me, even though I had that experience growing up, just because I never swam laps or anything like that. I didn't have any formal coaching. And so um, I started with the biking and the running, doing bricks and stuff like that, different duathlons. And then I actually took swim lessons, <laughs> like at a kid pool with like a bunch of five-year-olds. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I knew how to do this. I wasted like $200, but okay. <laughs> um, and so I really enjoyed the swimming aspect and I started doing the triathlon. I think I did my first uh, reverse triathlon in, um, it was in Palm Springs. No, it was in Hemet. And so you start with the run and then you bike and then you swim in the pool. And I told my friend, the one that I had talked to about doing the 10 K I'm like, yeah, I was biking. I was doing like 12 miles per hour. Is that bad? Or is that good? He's like, um, Jillian, I think you might be a little slow on the bike. (laughs) (laughs) You could push yourself a little harder. (laughs) He's like, I think you could step it up. So, you know, it's just learning the process and figuring out what works for me. Um, And anyways, from that point, I started adding the distance on triathlon. So I I quickly jumped into the 70.3. Actually, because my good friend Gabby, she was signed up for 70.3. But then she was planning to get pregnant. And so she's like, you know what, why don't you do this for me? (laughs) And I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I didn't train for it. She told me like two weeks prior. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I did Vineman for my first uh, 70.3 <laughs> with two weeks of training. <laughs> oh my, what was your longest run or ride going into that? Well, I had done um, a half marathon run. I think my longest ride was like 30 miles. And then my longest swim was not long <laughs> it, was, it was probably olympic distance is that about a mile yeah, po- yeah 0.9 miles correct yeah okay so that's not too far off no yeah but still it's there's a big difference between going for an olympic you know two and a half hour race to a five six seven hour race seven hour race okay <laughs> <laughs> but was my first one come on <laughs> No, but it, it, but I, but that's my point. It's yeah. um, it's two or three times the yeah. time. I don't care about the distance. Well, the distance is one thing, but it's also the, the nutrition and just being on your feet yeah. for that long amount of time. Yeah, it really is. And um, I learned a lot that day. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. I learned a lot about nutrition, about myself. Yeah. I think uh, Ironman is very educational to learn about yourself. <laughs> Yes, all the demons come out, all the things you love and hate in life pop in your head. Oh, yeah, that's so true, especially with the full distance. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but so like every other guest I've had on there, you finished your first 70.3 and you're like, that sucked, but I'm going to do another one. Oh, absolutely. And then then when you do your first full. So it's so funny when I was training for my first full, which was at Arizona in 2015, I think, um, 
I was telling all of my friends that I was training with, I'm like, I'm never doing a full again. This is horrible. Like, I hate training this long. And um, I crossed the finish line. And then two weeks later, I signed up for Vineman. <laughs> the following year yeah. or was that the same year? No, oh, it was six months later. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's funny. So uh, this is my 14th season of doing triathlons. Wow. and I've Yeah, I've never done a full. And I've done a bunch of 70.3s. And, but I think I have a, well, a couple of fears. One, just the training aspect of doing a full. But two, I'm afraid if I do one, I'm going to have to keep doing another one and another one and another <laughs> one. So, Yeah. And I think those are fair. Um, you know, it does take a lot of time away from the family, which is not easy to find that, that alignment between triathlon and family. Um, and then it's just a lot on your body. I think some people are more equipped to doing these longer distance than others. Um, for me, I'm going to take another break from the full and focus on the shorter distance and trying to get faster. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess it's just all about what your goals are. And, you know, you've been doing it for 14 years and it sounds like you have a lot of history in this sport. So that's pretty incredible. Yeah, it's, you know, it's so funny when I talk to people on my show, there's either people that have been doing this for a year or you kind of fall in the norm of this five-ish year period. Mm -hmm. And then, then there's, I talk to some older pros and whatnot who've been doing it as long as me. And it's just a cool perspective to, uh, to hear from different people, but more importantly, the longevity in this sport. And also what you just said, you could go into every single season and do something completely different. Yeah. Um, I've take, you know, I've taken a year off this year. I did only Olympic distance. I wanted to, uh, uh, compete at nationals, which I was able to do this year, nice. you know, and then, yeah. So the next year it's, I'll go out to, I'll do, I'll come back to doing the 70.3s, but to your point, it's like, you could just kind of bounce around and say, I want to get, I want to do like all the short stuff and just red line stuff. I want to go the long, slower stuff. So it all depends on what your goals are every year. And there's always something to do. Yeah, and I think it's fun to mix it up, too. You get bored if you just keep doing the same distance, I think. Or at least I oh, No, I do, too, 100%. And that's why this year I was like, I'm just going to do all fast stuff, all Olympic distance stuff. Yeah. And then uh, if you, you know, I throw this out there. If you're looking to do some shorter stuff and you get to go to nationals, it's such a cool experience. That's definitely a goal, one day. <laughs> it's cool. It's, um, you know, it's not an arduous task to qualify for it's not like there's three slots like a like iron man um but the other side of that is because more people qualify and go you it's a such a humbling experience when you go out there and you race against the absolute best people there are out there so (laughs) oh yeah i can imagine so um okay so you've been doing this for five years and i want to just take a one step farther back what you mentioned you kind of dabbled in athletics. Did you have any sort of endurance sport background in high school or, or education, college? Not really endurance. <laughs> <laughs> I was a dabbler. So I did ballet. I did softball. I did tennis in high school. And I really was like, a, you know, backup in case the good players couldn't play. Um, and I think I only won one game. <laughs> That's okay. At tennis. Um, I also did lacrosse. I was pretty good at lacrosse. Um, and then, you know, I just did a lot of different things. I played street hockey with my brother um, and his friends, you know, just active as a kid. 
Yeah, so you're like the typical just athletic uh, surfer, just like like doing everything and, yeah. you know, not good at one thing, but you could kind of do everything. So Yeah, I guess that's why I like triathlon. <laughs> right? Yeah, you have to be good at three things. You can't be good at just one thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually the first sport that I've stuck with for this long. Um, usually, I only stick with a sport for one or two years, and I've been doing triathlon for five, so... I guess that's a good sign. <laughs> it's a great sign. I think a lot has to do with the community. Um, yes. You know, the, the people that you meet either, you know, like you and I through social media or locally. Yeah. It's just, it's just so cool. There's just so many cool people out there. So many positive people, so many stories. So um, you know, we were chatting offline and you're like, I'm just kind of normal. And I, I like the normal stories because <laughs> most of us are pretty normal. Yeah. Um, and it's just a, it's a cool sport. But so you kind of taken this sport and let's talk a little bit about this whole chasing raspberries persona. What, what is that? Is that your brand? Is that your style? Tell me about that. Oh, so when I started this whole healthy living um, uh, path five years ago, I created a blog called Chasing Raspberries. And the name actually comes from my grandpa. Um, he used to call me raspberries because I was always falling down and hurting myself. And, and then I'm like, you know, maybe I can incorporate that into a name, something that, you know, so, you know, has some significance behind it. And then I added the chasing raspberries and it just kind of became my presence on this blog. And then um, I, once I started training for Ironman, I stopped doing the blog because I just didn't have time. So it became my Instagram account. And yeah, so that's kind of the story behind Chasing Raspberries. <laughs> that's so cool. And then just recently, maybe I saw a kit pop up with Chasing Raspberries on the back of it. Yeah, I'm so excited. This year, I decided to do my own custom kit. Um, so I branched out on my own and I reached out to a company to design the kit for me, um, just so that I could represent myself when I'm racing. And I have never had so many compliments during a race as I have wearing that kit. Like everyone's like, Oh, go raspberries, go raspberries. It's really, it's awesome. It makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. You should be proud of that. I mean, it's, they did a good job. It's bit like, it's, it's big. You could, it's just chasing raspberries pretty big yeah. and it's just, it's defined and it's it's a really nice looking kit yeah, thank is you. um you're welcome is is it just you that has that kit or are you in the it, process of no i'm not gonna sell it or anything i mean people can go and buy it because it's on the wasatch um website but I, i'm not starting a team and i don't plan on uh selling it i don't make any proceeds from it but if people want to buy it they can you know, why not? <laughs> cool. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like one, one other thing I don't want to do is, you know, just go down another rabbit hole of, of either starting a team or starting a clothing line. Right. But you have started to do some kit reviews, which I noticed. Yeah, that's something I'm really passionate about. Um, and I'm experimenting with it over the last couple of months. Um, so I've always had a love for fashion. Like ever, I actually was in um, fashion in high school and I would make my own clothes. So I just love it. Um, and I was like, you know, I think people would want to know what these brands have to offer. And so I started doing kit reviews on my IGTV and everyone's really receptive to it. I've gotten so many DMs about it. They're like, hey, what brand do you recommend for this body type? Or, you know, what, what's the chamois like in this brand? So it's really cool. 
And is this something that you're doing on your own? Are you reaching out to the to the companies and yeah. and talking to them and either purchasing or asking them to review it or how's it working? So I started reviewing the kits that I already owned. Um, and then I, some companies have reached out to me asking me to review their kits. And hmm. then I also have um, maybe a shopping problem just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Hence your dog named Coco. Yeah. Exactly. Or Chanel. Is it My Chanel? Coco Is it Coco Chanel? Chanel? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, so I also buy a lot of my kits. I would say I probably buy 80% of them. Um, and then I'm given about 20%. But regardless of whether I buy them or whether they're given to me, I always tell the company that I will give an honest review and I'll point out flaws if I see them or I'll give it back if I absolutely don't like it. Um, so I try to be honest, you know. That's awesome. I mean, that goes, I was, when I was doing the research for the, I like to call it research or cyber stalking, one of the two, um, <laughs> for a conversation, it reminded me a lot of the blog DC Rainmaker. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's very honest with, um, you know, when he does his reviews, how he got it. If, you know, it's his review, he's not being sponsored or it's not an ambassadorship. So I give you kudos for doing the same thing with being very honest with your, with your reviews. Yeah, yeah. You know, they should know whether I got it for free or whether I paid for it, or even if I got a discount. Um, and one thing that I've been doing with the companies that I actually really love um, wearing myself all the time, I ask them for discounts to share with, you know, people on Instagram. And so a lot of companies have been receptive to that. And people really look forward to it. And I've had uh, people DM me asking for a discount code for a particular brand. <laughs> and then I'll go <laughs> reach out to that brand and say, hey, my people want a discount and they'll give it to me. So it's really cool to share that with everyone. That's cool. I, I like that. I like how you've been this, um, I don't want to use the word ambassador because that's, uh, it's not what we're talking about here. More like a middle person, yeah, you know, middle person. <laughs> yeah, middle, middle, middle woman, um, <laughs> distributor. No, I get you. You'd be like the in between, between us, uh, the consumer and the company, but more importantly, it's your honest opinion yeah. on the product. Yeah. And I don't get any kickbacks or anything like that. Like if I give a discount, I'm not getting anything from it. It's just because I want to share the stuff that I like. Um, and so, yeah. yeah. And you, you've taken your shopping addiction and turned it into a positive. <laughs> That's something my husband would, um, maybe not agree with. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, because you, you said, um, so Tarsh, who was one of my guests, yeah. um, I, I, re I saw that you, you, um, you reviewed one of her, one of her bathing suits, maybe? No, it was actually her cycle kit, but I cycle also kit, okay. um, I also posted on my stories the bathing suit. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah. But um, her cycle stuff is amazing. It's great quality. Like, her fabric is one of the best that I've seen, and the chamois is wonderful. But, um, but yeah, she, she's actually doing some swimsuits for Kona in a couple of weeks. And so she sent some to my house because I'm picking her up from LAX. Uh, so she sent some demos to my house to test out and um, yeah, they're really great quality. Cool. And that's her stomp the pedal line, correct? Yes. Yeah. That's it. Nice. So are you going out to Kona? Yeah. I'm so excited. It's my first year. <laughs> oh, cool. I didn't realize that. So you, you must be leaving soon then. Yeah. I'm actually going out to uh, support my coach who's racing Kayla. 
Ah, very cool. And so, really good. so Kayla's where my feet take you on Instagram, but she's like an incredible athlete. I think she has chance of going pro. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'll have to start following her and, and then get her on my show. Yeah, you should. She's incredible. Awesome. I love stories like that. I love people that are just like following their passion and they're good at something and they're right in the cusp of being even better at it. So that's cool. Definitely yeah. going to follow her. Yeah, totally. And before she was my coach, she actually started coaching, I want to say a year and a half ago. But, you know, she started doing triathlon around the same time that I started it. And so we've been following each other over the last five years. And so it's really incredible to see her story and how far she's come. Like she came in first place at multiple Ironman events this year and uh, in her age group. And um, I think she has a chance at Kona too. Who's to say? Cool, <laughs> cool, cool. cool. And, and so you're going out there to support her and just hang out and, and oh, soak yeah. in all the awesomeness. Yes, absolutely. I can't wait. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So I know I stand between you and a swim workout. <laughs> um, so as we're wrapping this up, Tell me what the next couple of months, you have a 70.3 coming up, I think. Yeah. So last race of the season is Indian Wells and I'm going to try and, and go fast on this one. I'm hoping, you know, maybe with some luck, I can possibly go to world championships, but it's a far stretch. So um, I'm just trying to have fun and, and PR again. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, the the other thing, you know, the other side of our sport is you can't control who shows up. Yeah. And you can't control the variables. So you can only do what you can do and then, you know, see where the cards where the cards lie at the end. Exactly. And just have fun while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Life's too short and, yeah. and this sport you know, <laughs> this sport's hard enough as it is, so let's have fun and be positive with it. Yes. One hundred percent agree with that. <laughs> Cool. Well, listen, Jillian, so you are at Chasing Raspberries yep. all over Instagram, and that's where your IGTV um, is also located. So uh, definitely going to have some more followers after my show, and I look forward to seeing what the future brings for you. Oh, thank you. It was such a pleasure talking to you today. <laughs> I, I know this it took a little bit of time to get us together. No, you sound like you're feeling better, so that's good. Yeah, I was sick for a couple of weeks, so I'm glad to be on the mend. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Listen to your body. Go enjoy Kona and then buckle down for your next try. Exactly. Awesome. Jillian, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. There you have it. My conversation with Jillian Sanders. Go follow her on Instagram if you're not already. She's at Chasing Raspberries. And again, she's doing a lot of cool in-depth reviews of kits and tri suits and swimsuits and everything else. Uh, especially on IGTV. So go give her a follow. She's awesome. She's just a lot of fun and uh, really enjoyed this conversation. So thanks again to Jillian for coming on and thank you all for listening. It's a fun journey that we're having here. And like I said, we're just getting started. So uh, come back next week when I have another great guest or guests coming on. And uh, until then, you know how to find me, jmac underscore tries. Until next time, we will talk soon.